0: after things is brought to you by patreon.com weirdthings thank you for supporting this show
1: hello and welcome to the after things podcast i'm andrew me joined Brian Brushwood. Hello, hello. Bryce Darkweb Castillo. Hello, hello, this is my Darkweb voice. So here is the conundrum drum that we're in. right now. My wife and I have a list of things that we're trying to watch, shows that we're trying to watch. The amount of time we have to watch these shows, I've done the math, nor if, if everything's, if Hollywood, if this writer strike goes on forever, we might be able to catch up.
0: <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so you have the—we uh, uh we were talking about the Martian earlier. You have the disco problem that uh the hero of the Martian had, which, which is infinite disco.
1: <laughs> well, we have—I mean, we have yeah. The thing is, we have like, yeah, like, like there's so many great things to watch, and more things come out. And we're talking about right before this this episode was. You know, Bryce has got some very, very strange exotic taste that uh, I'll leave for him to decide to describe to you or not. Okay. It's not for me to judge. Um, and uh part of that is finding the stuff and the availability of this. And one we live in a world where there's so much stuff out there, like like I hate it when I'm like, Hey, you'd see this gentleman show, show and somebody goes, Well, that came out before I was born. I'm like, I watched shows that came out before I was born. It was called Nick at Night. Now you've got the internet. Like that's just not an excuse, you know, and that, and you see kids who unironically, I see 15 year old kids unironically wearing like Led Zeppelin t-shirts. And I have a feeling they've probably watched more Led Zeppelin concerts than I have because of the world we live in. Yeah.
0: So well, And, and uh, also on the flip side, as folks who um, have a, a pretty large back catalog of content, you know, uh, for as much as everybody is complaining about you know one minute shorts being all the rage about uh, for everybody under the age of twenty, uh, I for one uh, salute our new no, our new shorts overlords because they've been keeping the lights on as we essentially go into reruns. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. syndication is back, baby. It it's definitely, it, it we yeah this this is gonna be
2: you're gonna see more of this, but more of re. Uh, reusing media because it uh, it's not just su- it is not exactly sustainable we've it it has been a thing talked about uh from youtube creators and content creators for years of the constant push for every week a new thing every oh, week a I, whole new thing
1: i i think it's highly sustainable just not for the individual creator there are seven billion people on this planet i watched a video Showing this island, that, the Mr. Beast video, where they finally brought internet to some island and didn't have it. And they showed a girl, like a 10-year-old girl, who's got a TikTok account and does TikTok videos. How does she do this without internet? Well, she has a phone. She has a little Android phone. She sits it down. She records her video. And then when somebody goes to the mainland or she goes to visit her cousins on the mainland, she brings her phone and uploads it. So there are way more content creators waiting to happen out there than there are exhausted content creators right now. And the the, the, the tools and everything else like this, we're uh, just going to head towards a singularity of content.
0: I, I, won't be able to I, I suspect that that the inverse is also true, is that the people who are currently exhausted are also under uh uh uh, under permeating their content like uh uh uh, i have no specific knowledge about, about this but if i were to place a bet i would bet that within one year you'll be able to click a button on a script that will take all of your back catalog of youtube content and translate all of the closed captioning to whatever language Uh, uh, the script will also maybe do a little bit of tweaking on the mouth so that it looks uh, 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 not weird uh, that the lips that your words don't sync up with your lips and the script might as well also go ahead and create uh, for every single language territory country uh, uh, a YouTube channel and also pre-program the next five years of content based on what you've done before These, these are all uh, as as we're fond of saying, the, the, these are not breakthrough problems; they're they're technical engineering problems.
1: I think I think all that's true will happen. I think that there was a uh, remember the book The Long Tail. Yes.
0: Uh, uh, Chris uh, Chris uh, he, he later did Free Chris Anderson. Yeah,
1: yeah, Chris Anderson also wrote the book Free, and Free was interesting because I I, I actually I think that Twitter talk it was like. Free. I highly recommend both his books. Some of his predictions way off. Some of them very accurate. And free, he was very dismissive of Facebook and like he thought it was massively overvalued, four hundred million dollar company or something, you know. But what he he because he was
0: looking maybe at he was life, just ahead point. of his time because currently I think Meta is highly overvalued.
1: <laughs> I I think it's worth maybe a, a few more than four hundred million though. Uh, yeah, it's 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 reach, and I mean, it is a it's like a half trillion dollar company now. Uh, but anyhow, uh, but the thing that he talked about was, I mean, he his, the idea of cloud services and stuff. He kind of had a really good idea of premium and whatnot. Um, and then, but he talked about in the long tail was the idea that content can have this big future. The idea that that something that was just buried forever, you put out a book, doesn't exist, but now it can go on the Amazon. It can be bought. Like I make. My long tail income is actually pretty good. Like I don't do much for like magic anymore because I'm supportive, but my long tail income for my other books for other people would be a really great income for writing. income. You know, not a good part-time income at least that being said, I see the value decrease every year because the amount of content every year. And I think the thing is that tail gets skinnier and skinnier and skinnier. And you can do things like move it to a digital platform, do foreign rights and stuff but the sheer volume of content out there just is increasing at such a crazy rate. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, uh, however, uh, your real time value as a result of that reputation, I would say has gone up. Uh, now, in, in your case, you've got really, really interesting other projects to dedicate your time to, but if you're, if you're just a, 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 a plain Jane independent content creator, um, the bigger your footprint, the more valuable your speaking fees become. Oh,
1: I'm not not arguing against that being a content creator at all. I, I just think that like the model is just changing so much and and the window, the it, it might be, you know, your your win- I mean, there are, again, I don't think this is the case now. Like I, I've talked to companies and people who go up and buy older content from content creators because they know there's a big market for it. And and so basically that video that's been sitting on somebody's website since three years ago that was got really good reactions repackaged, redone, there's an entirely audience waiting to happen, and that is a real thing. But I'm thinking, like, you know, 10 years out, Long Tail was written in 2004. We're almost 20 years at that, and so right. we're talking about 20 years from now. Like, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be... There will be influencers, people in the moment, and I think it's just going to kind of be... I don't know what our attention span is going to be for the old stuff.
0: Yeah. You know, I, no. I, I wonder if huh? there's going to be... And this is pure speculation, and... um. I yeah. uh, I wonder if content creators are going to self aggregate into long timers and short timers. Like people who are like, you know, I'm going to do this for 80 years. And by the time I'm 80, this silly stuff I've done when I was 20 will be, uh, will still be contributing to my stuff. And then there's short timers who are like, yes, I was the person who happened to take a water balloon in the face on that one video. Uh, this is not what i want on my tombstone uh i will sell the rights and be out uh but uh, but, but but i but, mean that's uh
2: sorry because that is pretty close to how it is today right with with the viral your your viral hogs all the contract farms well i and I, I just think
0: anything. the 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 contrast is going to be turned up because it used to be uh like for example the chive will or atmosphere tv they'll they'll uh, hey uh, you you did a belly flop we'll give you 200 bucks for the rights forever it'll be non exclusive you still retain the rights to whatever i think i think instead we're going to see we're going to buy that for 200 bucks but now it's ours forever and we do whatever we want with it not you you're going to uh,
2: the uh, I, I, it's just that that's a trend of of less digital Freedom, democracy. It, it's 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 a more closed down evolution.
0: I mean, I, I or uh, and I don't know. Certainly I, I have a bias because I'm betting on you know retaining the I mean look, there's a reason that I slowly divorced myself from every network I've ever worked with. <laughs> so so like, I'm certainly placing a bet that retaining full rights is is mm-hmm. a good long timer strategy. Um because but I, I
2: think you'll see more people generally avoid doing that i i think what you're describing or at least my opinion on it is the opposite will happen right more more casual content creators or people who luck into viral videos will more more readily know oh don't do a 360 deal do a Go and do the right deal, right? There will be someone will pop up from the viral hogs and say, "Oh, they want all your stuff forever. We're going to be indie hog. We're going to do the better." St-. Like, it's it. There's, oh, there's not a strangle hold over this. I mean, America's funniest home videos has been around for 30, 40 years, and it's still not the the definitive way where we see things. Even though that is I, presumably the most right way of collecting content and present and pre- presenting it.
1: I let me introduce to you an element that. The blockchain and everything else the crypto world, I was profoundly disappointed, like many people, the way it turned out, and partially, I mean, again, I wasn't invested in it, so it's not, I was just because I said, man, this could solve a lot of problems if we really wanted to solve these problems right now. And one of them is an idea we talked about, you know, a decade ago was, you know, what if you create, you, Brian, and, you know, eight other people get together and say, hey. Let's build a system so we co-promote, cross-promote, whatever, but we're going to use this system to basically run it. Let's create a virtual, a syndicate that will run this thing for ourselves. Here's the code. We can all see the code. We can do this. You know, it's going to insert a plug for Justin's video into one of five of my videos. It's going to do this, all this sort of thing. There are all these opportunities to sort of build, like, to replace these. Because, like, part of the way this is just trust a company. Is a company comes along and says, ah, oh, we'll buy your content from you and do this. And it's like, okay, and that's the end of it. But there is a world where between AI and blockchain and whatever that we could be building systems that you know instead of you having to rely on somebody else, we had one of our listeners do after things talk to me once because he had a he had a fan podcast dedicated to a science fiction franchise and he didn't have enough people to get advertisers. The advertisers didn't want to talk to him, and I said, "Well, how many people do you know who do talk about this show? This this this, this series?" And he's like, "Oh, I know like 10, 10 people or So I said, "Why don't you?" Organize all of them together and draw a circle around your entire fan base and go to an advertiser with that and say, look, you know, we've got 100,000 people or whatever. And he did that and he got a top brand to go in and advertise on them and all it took was just putting in a simple system and a way of rethinking that and i think we're going to see a lot of that i guess my point is, is i think I, I, forward, I do think
0: that- that's coming i it's not coming fast enough for my tastes because yeah. uh, uh, most of the advertising uh-huh. partners that we work with uh when i when we explain you know they, they want to buy one property like a modern rogue video and i'm like you do realize that uh, shorts are doing this and that scam nation is still alive and healthy and that you know if we were to also put it into you know the four different other podcasts that we produce out of here then you could get uh, as a collective a big number and then uh, but they're right now I I hope we're at the tail end of the kind of like yeah but you know what they'd really like is just one plug on one thing that has a big number at the end so I I, I, I don't it, know how much still, longer that'll stick around
1: yeah I think I think it's waiting for as as the influencers and as these videos started to get big enough numbers, it was worth the attention of marketers and people in ad agencies who are going to other places to do this who could go to people the ad budgets and we're back into the 1990s Yahoo kind of world paid replacement and stuff. But like you talked about before, like you want to talk about that ad tech like Brian, what if what if anybody who wants to advertise on you can? all price has to do is say yes or no. And then virtual Brian records the spot and it goes into your your feed and you have 500 different spots, you know? well, Like, and, and there's, there's... I,
0: I, well, I think there there is a place for that if it's this certain type of thing, but, but um, without giving details, there was a product that um, uh, uh, sounds great, but I realized that if most people say it, it didn't really matter one way or the other. Uh, uh, maybe they're real, maybe they're bad, whatever uh but if i were to say it it would be ruinous to my rep- reputation as the guy who is on your side looking out for scams and cons and i, I had to turn them down because like uh 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 I, I, I it sounds great but but the the benefit is unclear the the user experience was not great um uh uh the, uh-huh. for specific that's, that's reasons but but basically and and that's that's something that i'm only able to do as I creep up on 50 years old because uh, I, I'm highly diversified and I could say, yeah, this seems like if some, if this were to get hacked, it would be absolutely ruinous for, for my career. And so I was able to oh, turn I, them down. Yeah, I
1: yeah, I don't, I don't <clears throat> yeah, I don't mean like auto endorsement. In- I mean, like, what if, what if you took everything you liked on Amazon, went right? And a publisher could go say, hey, I'm going to spend $10,000 on people promoting books that, that you know, recommend, making recommendations on books that we publish, right? And you're only going to get 50 bucks because it's only going to go to five people, but it's part of hundreds of other things of creating these virtual sort of endorsements. You know, the idea is to take things like this. There's ways to make it where you say, oh, yeah, here's all the things that I use. And, like, and I'd be comfortable making an endorsement on any of these. This is my AI that does it. And that way, people, you could, because def- then you could take, of the 10,000, the 100,000 people watching your video in a week, 3,000 will see this one, 3,000 will see that one, 3, 000, Oh,
0: that's 000. interesting. But just, so,
1: well, just
2: have, well, but oh. uh, we're 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 building AdSense but with a more complicated AI element to it.
0: Yeah. I I think we are. Well, you're yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: AdSense was a great system that revolutionized the web and built it where it is and how do you how do you adapt to AdSense because the problem Brian has right now and that we've There are systems to allow you to like divide a podcast and do ad insertion. That was the thing we actually tried. Remember that years ago, we had a platform working on for that. But that is a the idea is with video stuff now. With the idea of instead of inserting, try you know uh, unbound VPN and something else. If Brian's like, yeah, here's my list of approved things, Mm -hmm. and he's only going to spend, he's going to spend thirty minutes a week going over that list to approve it. Yet it's good. There's going to be a thing creating hundreds of hours know 50 hours of different commercials of Brian supporting these things so, so if, if, just, if, if,
0: if I'm following this correctly uh, a parallel might be hypothetical here uh, I could get five dollars per episode to just say Amazon is great and then that's uh, uh, hooray uh, but or I could say uh, 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 here's the list of a hundred books that I care about most on the planet that shaped this is my favorite list of books then rather than that whole hundred go out instead they figure out of all, you know, what books tend to appeal to what demographics. So it is honest. I get a notification that says,
1: will you pay? Yeah, I get a notification that says, will you pay 50 bucks for Brian to endorse it to 500 people in his audience,
0: you know? But and the right 500 Brian. people. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I, I, I could I, see that.
2: I get, yeah, I, I, I don't think that there's anything necessarily wrong with it, but I do think advertisers are going to approach it from a completely different from a different angle though right they're not going to say what can we advertise they're going to say i want to advertise this product and service um and it will be oh, I, I easier and, and and like i just just thinking like it can't, it can't possibly be cheaper to do this versus making an ad and and either burning it into videos or doing a dynamic that like I, I i i worry about the the, the cost and even some oh, the well, danger
1: imagine it. imagine 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 a system again remember it's not going to be the traditional advertisers just like google figured out the internet not conde nast you know google figured out advertising for that era on there and it wasn't the previous people imagine we have ai brian we have ai brian brian one knows what brian will endorse whatever and creates a virtual version of brian it says hey this is virtual brian but i really like this blah blah blah. here's proof here's it's in my list Blah 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 and then brian goes into a service says these are the things i like whatever I want to advertise my stuff and I'm looking through and I get a notification. Hey, this guy you've never met before, Virtual Brian, likes five of your books. Make a bid on what you would like for an advertisement. Lowest bid can be 20 bucks, whatever. And I do a bid and it's all entirely automated. And then I say this. So then all of a sudden a Virtual Brian video feed comes up and I can see the video. I can like it. It's already met Brian's metrics for what he, you know, I'm not writing the copy. It just goes with Brian says we click play cost it cost a few cents
0: well and uh, keep in mind like this is not so far off or fantastical as we might want to think uh uh like we have right on this show a 15 year data set of two picks from each of us uh, going back 15 years and so uh a uh, uh, mm-hmm. robot scrapes everything and and it said uh these were things that you liked and and so basically the only decision i have to make is uh uh, do I still feel good about that book? Uh, and then I'm like, uh, hey, man, I'm Brian Brushwood. Hopefully, you know me from Thing Thing and Another Thing. Here's something I liked a lot. And here was me speaking. Uh, here I am speaking from the heart about it. And then that goes straight into mm-hmm. some, uh, uh, some podcast I've never heard of.
1: Yeah, I, I think that we're, and you could, I could see companies with big ad budgets who have a large catalog of content wanting to go use that. And also, somebody who might be specific. There might be somebody who's an indie video game manufacturer, you know, who's got a game. Like, yeah, we we want to promote our game. What do we do? Oh yeah, here's the here's 15 people with podcast followings who maybe have liked this. You know, not even necessarily publicly, but have liked this or whatever. Congratulations! Now we can, you know, we'll auto make a deal for you.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, 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 do you have any other picks? I guess none of that,
1: my pick will be free and, and the, the long tail. Uh,
0: uh, Chris Anderson. Yeah, there we go. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll double down on those. They uh, with the caveat that uh, for reasons you mentioned, they don't exactly age well. But but uh, I, I think about those a lot.
2: There we go. Yeah, I'll. Uh, yeah, I think back your place. Yeah, he. Uh, I
1: guess he. After that, he got into like, created like a drone company. He sort of saw the the potential for drones and started getting them.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Um, all right and gentlemen it's been after
0: diamond club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>